Former police officer Derek Chauvin's charges for his involvement in George Floyd's killing will be increased. We'll give you more of the details. Also, Minnesota is taking on its police department, and Dr. Darius Daniels will give us uh, some important insights into how racism operates in America. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to The Relevant Daily, where I bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. Once again, today, just like the rest of the week, we'll be devoting all of our stories to the death of George Floyd and the protests that have sprung up in the wake of what happened to him. Here are today's top stories. First up, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison has taken the very unusual step of elevating the charges leveled against former police officer who knelt on George Floyd's neck until he died and will charge the other three officers who were on the scene with aiding and abetting murder. Former officer Derek Chauvin will now be charged with second degree murder for crushing George Floyd's neck with his knee for eight and a half minutes while the man begged for air. When Chauvin was first taken into custody on Friday, he was charged with third-degree murder. Onlooker footage captured the other officers, Tao Tao, J. Alexander Quing, and Thomas Lane, either helping Chauvin keep Floyd pinned to the ground or standing by, ignoring the cries of onlookers, begging Chauvin to let Floyd breathe. A joint statement from Floyd's family and their attorney, Ben Crump, said, quote, This is a bittersweet moment for the family of George Floyd, We are deeply gratified that Attorney General Keith Ellison took decisive action in this case, arresting and charging all the officers involved in George Floyd's death and upgrading the charge against Derek Chauvin to felony second-degree murder. This is a significant step forward on the road to justice, and we are gratified that this important action was brought before George Floyd's body was laid to rest. That is a source of peace for George's family in this painful time. This announcement followed another revelation. Uh, On Tuesday, it was announced that the state of Minnesota is bringing a civil rights charge against the Minneapolis Police Department over the death of George Floyd. The video of Floyd, obviously, who died with his neck crushed under the knee of Derek Chauvin, is uh, no longer even the most recent case of a black person who suspiciously died at the hands of police. And this is the one that sparked all the protests. On Tuesday, Governor Tim Waltz from the Minnesota Department of Human Rights announced the charges and an investigation into the police department's last decade of policies and practices to determine where and how systemic discrimination towards people of color has occurred. The governor said, quote, we know that deeply seated issues exist. I know it because we saw the casual nature of the erasing of George Floyd's life and humanity. We also saw the reaction of the community. They expected nothing to happen because nothing happened so many times before. State Human Rights Commissioner Rebecca Lucero will lead the investigation and implement interim practices for the MPD, which will be followed by new long-term measures uh, informed by the findings of her investigation. Over the last 10 years, the Minneapolis Police Department has faced a larger-than-average number of accusations of racial discrimination, even after the promotion of Madaria Arredondo, who became the first black police chief in 2017. Arredondo had been part of a group of officers who sued the police department for discriminatory practices back in 2007. Anger flared over the official autopsy report, which blamed Floyd's underlying health conditions for his death and made no mention of asphyxiation. An independent autopsy commissioned by Floyd's family, found he died of asphyxiation from sustained pressure on his neck. The cause of death was that he was starving for air, said Ben Crump. 
It was a lack of oxygen, and so everything else is a red herring to try to throw us off. On Tuesday, Dr. Darius Daniels took to Instagram to share some thoughts on the idea of racism being a sin issue. This is a common charge you hear in the church. The idea that racism can't be addressed through practical means like law, legislation, and activism because it's inherently a spiritual issue. Dr. Daniels' answer addressed some common Christian responses to racial injustice that, whatever the intention, often end up minimizing the work being done to make the world a more equitable place for all people. Uh, we have transcribed his answer in full over at relevantmagazine.com and embedded the video that he put together there as well. But here is a clip of what Dr. Daniels had to say. I've gotten a, some feedback when it comes to some of the things I've said about injustice and racism, and they aren't the same, uh, that... It's a, it's a sin issue, not a skin issue. We can't fix this with reform. We can't fix this with legislation. Legislation. Jesus has to do this, etc. I think one of the points that I think is important to make is uh, the difference between racism and injustice. So racism cannot be fixed with legislation, right? That is a posture of the human heart. This feeling, conscious or unconscious, feeling of superiority and partiality uh, of one race over another one. All right. So, but that feeling in and of itself does not adversely impact my life until you treat me differently. So if we're both walking in the store and a person uh, has ill feelings toward me because of the color of my skin, that doesn't adversely affect my life at all. I really don't care what they think or what they feel. What I care about is how they treat me. So when they're acting on those feelings of superiority or partiality, then the result of that is injustice. So you're right. Laws don't fix or cure the human heart. But what the scriptures teach is that laws and legislation curb or restrain the heart from acting on all of those impulses from time to time. Doesn't prohibit it, doesn't prevent it, but it minimizes it, right? It causes it to abase. Um, and what ends up happening is it protects society from the implications and the repercussions of the way that a person feels. So that's what laws do do. So, no, we can't fix this with legislation, but legislation has a role to play in this. Darius Daniels uh, has a podcast that has been very successful. It is part of the Relevant Podcast Network. You can check it out there as well, along with all the other stories and everything else we're covering today over at the homepage of relevantmagazine.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. You can subscribe to all of our other podcasts over at the homepage as well. I'm here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.